All right, we're here with Sammy. She's licking my hand when she can. Her tongue is like amazingly tall. She could lick her own forehead probably. She looks so sad. We took her bone away because she's making a lot of noise. That's her voice. She's returned. That's me. She's back from the insane couple weeks asylum. of travel. I mean... Asylum. She's back from the... Um, asylum is like a restful place, but you're thinking of... Um, insane Asylum? Insane. It's what they used oh. to call um, like inpatient. Oh, yeah. So you didn't put insane in front of it. I asylum. Did. Oh, you didn't? You said insane and then I said asylum. Oh, nice. Yeah. You put, you know, the, you put it together. We finish each other's sandwiches sandwiches no because you'd have condiments on your sandwich oh that's true <laughs> so i will not i will not eat that um, well sa- yeah not in a sane asylum she was no, just super was super just slammed busy yeah and um and brandon joined us call which me was busy awesome. phillips yeah uh is that a that's a real person it's a real person <laughs> and who names their kid busy can i just say her parents I know that but I mean like <laughs> I be like hey cute. you know what I, I know I'm not slamming like the whole you know what her kid names are hmm. her kids names are guess um uh occupied and uh previously <laughs> engaged yeah no uh cricket and oh what's the other one cricket and birdie Birdie? Yeah. Birdie's cool. Birdie's cool. That's the name of my friend's dog, yeah. too. Which, no problem. Uh, one of my, no problem. <laughs> no, no problem at all. One of one of the girls I went to high school with, her name was Megan. And uh, we went and visited my aunt and uncle, and their dog's name is Megan. And we got to the front door, and I was like, oh, hey, my, my their dog's name is Megan. That's a cool coincidence. And she did not think that was very cool. Yeah. I dated this guy for a little bit that his dog's name was Dolly. And that is a little weird. It's a little weird. Because they were saying Dolly... Dolly. Yeah, thankfully I was yeah. never with him when he had he, his dog. Oh, the dog. Like we didn't do adventure stuff with the dog. You know what I mean? The dog I never was met the dog. Oh, you didn't? Which is a bummer because I think I would have liked the dog more than I would have yeah. <laughs> liked the guy. Yep. <laughs> it would have turned out better. I usually like uh, people, but not in that not in that way as much. It's usually the animals are, the, are super. Anytime there's people or animals, I go straight to the animal. Yeah. I want to I say hi to the animal first. Yeah. Um, and by the way, this morning when I swung by work, there were two ducks out oh, front. Oh, that was at work. And there was, uh, and I happened to just grab it something. It was a mallard. A mallard, a mallard duck. That mm-hmm. was the green one. Yeah. The other one I think was a mallard, but the female. It's the female. Yeah. yeah. And at first there was just one and he was sitting there. Then a coworker was feeding him crackers, which was awesome. Oh. And then they set the full ones down and he, his beak couldn't get to it. So he's like going across the crackers and then she broke them up and then he was eating them and the crows were circling up there and then they saw us nearby and they like, when I walked towards the ducks, the crows flew away. Oh, like you're not going to mess with these ducks. Then the ducks ate enough and then the crows came down and got the crumbs, but the ducks were sitting there just chomping them and they probably were flying for, for a pond nearby and they just missed and parked in the parking lot. They're like, this looks like a darker water and it's just cement. Cement. Asphalt. Yeah. They're so, but ducks are literally my favorite bird, and I want to have them again because I raised them as a kid, and they're, they're awesome. pretty cute. They are. I want to order little... duck at a restaurant. Oh, see, this is the opposite of what I want. I don't want the ducks to die. I want them to. Okay, because they taste good. <laughs> I've never had like roasted duck. It's greasy, is what I've been told. Okay, 
that's fine. I'm not me. saying it like a negative, but I'm I am because I'm trying. I'm trying. No, I'm judging the people that are killing the ducks, <laughs> not the people eating them. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. A duck is something I don't want to know if I ever eat it because I'll feel sad because I think they're the cutest and they make yeah. the coolest little like sounds, a little like. I can't even do it. You'd, but. you'd know because they most of their meat looks like turkey leg meat. It's like gray, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I've had a Cornish game hen. Oh. Or it's from the area, like Cornish University or something. No, I'm just kidding. No. Cornell. No, no. Yeah, I've, it's I've a had, real animal. I've had a Cornish game hen before, a game hen. Yeah. And, and then whenever someone says it's gamey, I'm like, mm. oh, I know what they're meaning because it literally tasted gamey. And I couldn't describe it any other way. It was kind of dry, still yeah. had a flavor, but it wasn't like turkey or chicken mm-hmm. or anything like that. So cool so it was fun so ducks. you want to kill ducks i want to keep them alive but they're amazing yeah um and i was gonna say something else but i lost my train of thought we started talking about ducks uh because we were talking about um how we prefer animals over people yeah i mean people are ama- i love people but if there's animals there it's like yeah the animals the hierarchy has yeah changed. the hierarchy changes and the animal just wants to be and there's uh and on instagram they have these like dog doggers of doggers doing things one mm-hmm. and they're like he's just a good boy and it's boi and they're talking about these little puppies and stuff and i'm like why is it boi is it like boy boy yeah. boy yeah because language no. changes culture mm-hmm. culture changes language mm-hmm. yeah so it's it's kind of like boy and i want to say it like that which is totally like insensitive of me so speaking is of it, uh <laughs> hey i think so i think it's kind of like semi-racist or something Maybe it's not. I don't know. I mean, speaking of insensitivity, mm-hmm. <laughs> there was some of it last night witnessed at um, this an event that Dolly watched. We're we're uh, jumping. Oh, this is episode fifty nine, by the way. By the way, yeah, we're right before episode sixty, and this is um, this is kind of the Oscars two thousand twenty two episode, but also other things sure. in life too. Yeah, we'll talk about whatever. Yeah, because I think a lot of things that happen there go into real life topics yeah also which is super fun and i only saw a few clips from it mm-hmm. um let me tell you the three clips i saw great and because you saw all of it i saw all of it. um and you were here with hannah hanging mm-hmm. out watching it shout it looked out, great hannah. yeah shout out thank you hannah for watching it uh and all that hard work you did over the last few, few years when we worked with you you were great and awesome um not like you're gone yeah. <laughs> she's still around she didn't pass she yeah she's she passed on. on to a new place of work yeah <laughs> um so I saw the Will Smith slap Chris Rock in the face moment. Yeah. Okay. I did not hear the joke. Okay. I only see him walk on stage. You hear the physical slap and then he's mm-hmm. like, wow. And then he starts swearing explicitives in the audience. He's like, don't you ever talk about my wife? Don't, my wife's name doesn't leave your mouth or something. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is worse than the Kanye and Taylor, and Swift. Taylor Swift thing where he's like, you did good, but Beyonce should have won. And that was already like borderline, like real it's bad. Rude. Yeah. And this is like, who do you think you are? And that you can walk up on a stage, hit someone who's, who's on live TV, and then, physically assault. Yeah. And then drop back to your seat and think everything's fine yeah. like if it was any normal person you'd be arrested for assault mm-hmm. assault assault not assault um and so then i also saw a moment where i think it was amy schumer and uh i don't know everyone's the name co- the hosts three hosts up yeah. front and they're wanda sykes yes regina. Wanda sykes. okay yeah. and i didn't know the third regina i always forget her last name 
It's her name's Regina, though. First name's important. Yeah. And they she were like, they hired, they had us three up here because it was cheaper than having one man because they were talking about the inequality of pay. <laughs> yeah. And I was like cracking up. I thought it was so funny because there's truth to what, yeah, <laughs> what they're saying at the same time uh-huh. about all that. And uh, and I hope I wish it. I wish that. <clears throat> so that's the real life topic is like pay should be equal. Sure. But it's not. Um, and then <laughs> like <Period>. life's not fair. <laughs> but there's more to that story. We'll get yeah, into that. Sure. But also the third line was something about like, this is the one I was like, I'd like a little context because the presenter was up there and they're talking about male toxicity, mm. masculine toxicity or something uh, in the, maybe it's in Hollywood. I don't know. But like, I was like, well, I don't think masculinity in general is bad. I think, but I feel like there's, they're highlighting something about like, who was, I'm, I'm trying to place, it was a presenter and they were talking about, um, um, like male, not male chauvinist, but like Matt, uh, tox, toxic masculinity, toxic okay. masculinity, masculinity was uh-huh. mentioned. And I was like, I don't know what it's in reference to, but I'm like, whenever I hear like trigger words, I'm like, I'm more doubtful to want to like buy into something until I get the context. Sure. Cause I'm like, are we saying masculinity in general is toxic? Because there's a lot of people that believe that now. And I'm like, that's a sad state when someone can't just be there. No, it's the type of masculinity that they're the referencing. To- right. Not masculinity in general, in general. toxic, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So I wanted to get context on that. And okay. those were the three things that I, can't, I saw. I can't place who would have said that. Or maybe we could talk about some examples of toxic masculinity versus non-toxic because that's interesting to me too. Okay. But I wanted to get your recap first on the Oscars. Mm, I love the Oscars. Well, I love award shows. We know this. Um, So this Oscars meant so much to me. Well, this one and the Oscars that Roma was nominated for. Oh, yep. Yep, yep. Um, I really wanted Yalitza to win that year. She didn't. It would have made made it way better. My life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ariana DeBose was nominated this year, and she was the first category, and it was just too much. Like I couldn't handle that it was the first category because I was like, "Don't ruin it for th- me." This yeah, early. this is gonna set like the pace for the rest of the night for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ended up winning. And I was overwhelmed. And it set the pace for the night nicely. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, oh, what's it called? Dropped to the, the best floor. Way, no, the best way I can like describe it is like shock maybe. Mm-hmm. Where like, I didn't care. Like anything else could have happened that night and I wouldn't have cared because she won. Yeah. Um, they, they couldn't ruin the Oscars after that. Right. Yeah. And I'll just quickly say this. The reason why I cared so much for it or about it was her uh, her winning rather um is because she's an afro latina not a lot of latin or hispanic um actors directors anyone in mm-hmm. filmmaking gets um the opportunity to be uh nominated yeah um it, it's like gr- we're grossly underrepresented um mm-hmm. in media um and yeah so it, it just felt so um I know, I know the word, I know the word you're talking about, um, like, um, validating. Sure. But not because like you had done something for your personal validation, but just validation as a whole on the market. Yeah. Yeah. Like being seen, even if it's this long extended representation of me. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, yeah. And plus like 
she was nominated for Anita for West Side Story. I love. We know. Well, and everyone loves. West and Side I was Story. gonna say she was nominated because of her amazing job in that. Which yeah. she would killed it. She was like insane. I, the other people were like supposed to be the main actors, but I was more watching her. Yeah. Than the others because she seemed to be more focused still than yeah. the others. Yeah, and it. So not only that, like um, her being an Afro Latina, but also like sixty years ago, uh, Rita Moreno was nominated mm-hmm. for the same category and she won. So it was like a nice little bow for yeah. my heart that yeah. <laughs> they both won. Um, yeah, the fact that she was good and and the given the opportunity to do that because she uh, didn't know like she came in as a dancer backup dancer and then she like got into yeah. that role like we talked about in the previous yeah, episode yeah because she didn't think a person that looks like her well prior to her none of the um actresses who had been anita um mm-hmm. looked like her um so she mm. didn't even think the option was on the table um yeah. and yeah I it mean, was awesome. Changed the world, you know? Yep. And changed your life last night when she won. <laughs> yeah. <And laughs> Every, I, everything I is shed, better. I shed one single tear and it like, it rolled out of my right eye and it was perfect. And it just landed mid cheek and, and Hannah was a witness to it. And I love. What'd you do with it? Wipe it up or did you let it hit your I mouth? I wiped it off. Some people are like, got it. Yeah, no, too salty. <laughs> Drink your salt. Yeah. yeah. My salt intake's already too high. I don't want to start drinking my tears. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, actually made a, let me get my notes. Cause I wrote out Oscar notes this morning. Yeah. And, um, my roommates were watching the Oscars last night and I was driving home. So I missed oh, part sure. of it, but, uh, I was like, uh, do I start now? And I was like, I think I'll just see what happens online. And there's a lot of memes from the one incident that yeah. popped up golf memes out of Will Smith and Chris Rock. So, um, you have notes, you have notes on that as far as the joke. Cause I'm curious what yeah. the joke was. So Chris comes out, right. And mm-hmm. Um, he's like, he's doing like crowd work a little bit, right? Like he points out people and he's talking to them. And then Chris, Chris points his attention to Jada and he Mm -hmm. goes, he says something and then he goes, um, nice haircut. Can't wait to see you in GI Jane two. And everyone starts laughing. Will Mm -hmm. is laughing. Jada smiles. And then she like rolls her eyes, Mm -hmm. uh, because the like joke lands with her. And then they cut back to Chris, who's like continuing his speech. And then (laughs) Will stands up and is walking towards the stage. And Chris thinks it's like a bit, right? Like he's going to come up and like. So he's like, okay. Like jokingly harass Chris, right? Instead, you, if you pull up the clip, you can see Will smiling as he's walking up. It's a, so the camera is facing Chris Rock. Right. Will has his back. So it looks and like a walking. bit. It yeah. looks like a bit. Yeah. He's walking to Chris with a, and you can see the corner of his mouth smiling. And then he just slaps him straight across the face. And mm-hmm. you can hear it on the mic. And then it was loud. Yeah. yeah. And then ABC cut the audio after Chris goes like, wow. Right. Oh, I hear, I heard it all because of the online on the yeah. internet, they have the audio. But live, they mm-hmm. cut the audio. Okay. Because um, the explicitives run. Yeah, because as he's because he walks away and as Will sits down, he goes, "Keep my wife's name out your effing, effing mouth. mouth," and then keep, and then keep my wife's name and he, yeah, he well, repeats Chris, it. Chris goes, "It was a joke," and then Will doubles down and says it again and like ye- like gets more power in his voice. Yeah, and, like, and angry shouts it at him. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing I saw. And then then Chris was like, 
okay it will be thank you uh yeah. he's like well that's gonna get some ratings or and it was the highest watched rated oscars of all time yeah based on some of those things and i oh this is what i wanted to do i found a post and i'm gonna read the description or about, the um, about what happened yeah from one of the staff writers of the show oh um not planned obviously right because as it's happening i'm like oh this is a bit yeah right Mm-hmm. And then once they cut the audio, I was like, no, 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 this is very real. Yeah. Um, and then, um, but I, I still kind of felt like it was a planned thing, you know, cause what I feel like, whatever. Why, did, read he, this why did he laugh though? He laughed at the joke I, and then Jada looked at him like, you're laughing at me. And then he's well, like, you better defend me or something. I guess Jada has al- alopecia. Oh, they said something about a condition or an yeah. issue. And I, like, who knows what could have happened in between those like two seconds when the camera wasn't on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and she looked, she probably, she saw Will laughing and then his face turned from a laugh to a frown because she sure. was pissed or who something. Knows. Um, but I wanted to read this uh, thing. It's from The Atlantic on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it says, when Will Smith slapped Chris Rock, it was too wild too uncalibrated and then and then to immediately and obviously smooth out in figurative post-production sophie gilbert writes one of the world's biggest movie stars a man whom audiences all over the country cheer every fourth of july as he punches out an alien yeah hit another icon instead in full public view <laughs> this so uh, surreal oh gosh this surreal but there's ity at the end and- surreality Okay. Surreality. Surreality wasn't limited to the <laughs> fact that Smith's reaction escalated at truly incomprehensible speed. He laughed at first at Rock's hokey and stupid crack that he couldn't wait to see Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, in G.I. Jane 2. <laughs> or even to that Which moment. Which is funny. It's pretty yeah, funny. It's pretty funny. I mean, it's an old... It is kind of hacky. Like, it's such an old Well, I know. Joke. I or know. Like, but I mean... It's still, it, it has humor because it has relevance because she has a shaved head or whatever. I didn't even sure. see her in the video, to be honest. But Oh. Um, uh, and then it continues. Uh, or even to the moment of striking and unprecedented violence, which no one could dispute. It extended to the way that with an audible were the machinery of Hollywood geared up to spin Wow. The machinery of Hollywood geared up to spin it into something more palatable, even while the ceremony was still happening, Gilbert writes. It was unsettling to see Smith accept his offer shortly after being counseled by Denzel Washington and his publicist and receive a standing ovation, Gilbert continues. It was eerie to learn that Smith and his family danced the rest of the night away at the Vanity Fair party, the triumphant star clutching his statuette. Oh, so he wins after being a jerk. Yeah. And in his, I want to get to that. Okay. Okay. All all of it felt a little like an exercise in entertainment industry gaslighting. Did we really see what we thought we saw? Maybe not. Maybe the lines between reality and constructed entertainment have blurred beyond the point where they're discernible. Uh, well, where they're discernible anymore. I think they missed a knot in there. Um, not discernible. Yeah. Smith's behavior was so extraordinary. Uh, that it seemed watching as though he might be in, in crisis. Gilbert writes at the. That's oh, what I thought. 
he seemed like he has a men- having a mental breakdown issue over like someone's just overreacting because of all the for for me like it's like oh these last couple of years have been tough for him or whatever happened and now all of a sudden he's having a moment where he just lashes out on one thing that doesn't relate and, to those yeah and people have been ripping them apart because of the so they have an open marriage yeah and oh there's the, a meme about that yeah well the what's come out in people's takes on it have been that like Jada really pushes for the open marriage um, and has been there was a whole thing where she was with she was in a relationship with someone and then that mm-hmm. kind of blew up um, in their in their face or whatever yeah um, so I think he's just been getting the short end of the stick for a very long time and he's like this is it I'm gonna st- I'm, a, I'm a man I'm not yeah. gonna be tr- mistreated here because even yeah uh, because there was a couple times within the show before that moment where people brought up Will Smith and Jada Pinkett um, and like alluded to their relationship in the in that in the Oscars. In the Oscars, but I feel like up until Chris, it was all women that were drawing attention to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so who knows if that played into so it too? He got t- he got uh, his name came up one too many times, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. As Maybe. They say. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh gosh, there's one more thing. There's to what I don't like is like everyone under the sun knows that Chris Rock is a comedian. Mm -hmm. How are you going to get mad at a comedian who's there to do their job? Imagine when uh, Ricky Gervais was there because when he did the Emmys or one of those things, the last one was insane. Yeah, the first one he was kind of like roasting him, and this one he's like, Look at you, you fools here. So he was, he was uh, telling them all what fake people they were and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And it was like so harsh, like that's something you'd go up and be angry about. But this was like (laughs) a simple joke. Yeah, I can't imagine. And I remember Tom Hanks being like, like making a face, and they're just like, this is like, what are you doing, dude? Mm-hmm. And Ricky Gervais doesn't care. He's like, I don't care what you, you guys want to have me back. Here's what I'll say about yeah. you. He doesn't mince words. Yeah. Or meat. Um, and then, so that happens, right? Um, mm-hmm. Chris tries to continue like the written out um, verbiage for the oh. category. Yeah. And then, and then goes, you know what? Let's just go to the, no- like play the video. Let's go to the nominees. And then they do that. They come back. And from where Chris had started and then got slapped Mm -hmm. to where he was going to, like where the acceptance circle was, Mm -hmm. it was closer. It was that catwalk that Will walked up to Chris to -hmm. hit him for. So he got so close to Will and Jada. Yeah, to reveal who won. Intimidating, um, intimidating maybe? It was documentary. Oh, documentary category. That was his mark. Yeah. So like he had his first mark. He had to go right up to him, and then it's like this awkward moment, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, then Questlove won. It was the documentary for a Summer of Love that he did. Oh, cool. Um. So it's just if you can watch that whole part, because like as Questlove comes up, Chris like, Chris like drops his head like, as if he was saying, like I it's. I can't believe what just happened. Yeah. Right. And then well, it them... wasn't planned at that point. Then. Yeah. There's no way. As they're walking away, like as um, Quest leaves the stage to go backstage, mm-hmm. um, he like shares a look with Chris and they like both shake their heads and then walk backstage. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. And then the rest of the night, um, I'll, I'll come back to Will's 
accepted speech for. Well, there's something something else with Will outside of the Oscars recently that my friends were watching something on Disney Plus, and it's like this. You know how the Bear Grylls had like the adventure show yeah. going out in the wild. I guess Will Smith has one on. Disney Plus, and this isn't a Will Smith slamming day, but they were giving their take on it. But he's like afraid to do anything on the show, and it's all these like try these adventure things, and he doesn't Mm -hmm. want to try anything risky. So it it paints a different picture than his action roles as an actor, and he doesn't do. And there was something I guess a lot of stuff's been coming up recently because he he doesn't do his own stunts, and he was like mentioning uh, Tom Cruise. He was he was actually. Uh, Will Smith was complimenting Tom Cruise on his app. He's like, well, you see Tom Cruise hanging uh, 200 feet in the air off an airplane. Mm-hmm. And that's Tom Cruise doing that. And he's like, so he's like, I thought I could give it a shot. So he he's talking about doing his own stunts or trying the stunts. And then after one thing of like falling somewhere, he's like, mm-mm. <laughs> and he's like, I so props to Tom Cruise. Yeah. What he was saying in this interview. I don't know. It was within the last year or two, I think. Sure. But, um, but yeah, it was just there's a lot that's popping up with him. And so my, my friend was like, this makes him a lot less attractive than I thought he was before. When I feel like he's, uh, doesn't want it. He's too afraid to try anything. And he's on this show that's supposed to be about going and trying these things or never camped, never did this, never did this. Is that the joke of it though? Of like, maybe, maybe he's never done these things in their normal life stuff. So I haven't seen the show, Mm. but they were just making a, um, social comment on like her attraction to Will Smith has now gone way down. Sure. And then when I saw someone post about, I didn't see the Oscars, but then posted like, I've lost a lot of respect for Will Smith. My first thought was like, he just watched that show, didn't he? <laughs> Which is not the case. It was the yeah. other thing. So it was funny how it kind of like tied together for me, even though I didn't see it when it happened. Yeah. So the night continues after that. Uh, yeah. So it just, con- it continues. The categories keep coming. And Amy Schumer has, dude, she killed last mm-hmm. night. Like every... Um, all the like joke moments she had, she, she knocked it out of the park. It was so good. Um, but at one point she comes back and she's like, so I was getting out of a Spider-Man suit. Did something happen? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone just starts laughing and they cut to Will and Will's laughing too. So like as the night continues, people just keep making references to like Mm -hmm. the elephant in the room. And is he like not looking angry anymore? He's not looking angry anymore. Okay. Um, like trying to spin it maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but during his acceptance speech, he basically like doubles down and is like, I'm basically, I'm a family man. I'm going to protect my family and those that I love. Um, and we, from all jokes, no one gets to say anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and he says something to the extent of like, um, in our industry, we, just need to take people's abuses and uh, I might be misremembering, which is okay. Um, what do you, what do you think he said? And that's fine. And then people can look it up for themselves. Sure. I think he said that like in their industry, they are expected to just take people's abuses, um, and not lash not out. React. Yeah. Um, but at no point in his speech, did he say, I'm sorry? Well, to Chris, he said, he apologized to the Academy um, and to all his nominees and said, I hope I get invited back and then leaves the stage at the end of it and then gets a standing ovation. I would think it should be crickets after that or just or like, a, a, I think an unhearty clap that would just be like a yeah, few that. would be better because if he's like if he was like, 
I'm so uh, so sorry. I overreacted. Sorry to Chris for for I. Uh, sorry, man. Love you or something. That's not. I'm just going it's through just so whatever. Wild. It would if if he apologized to the academy, but not the person he hit. Then you're like, <laughs> it's not. He that would be if he really apologized. That would be why people should clap maybe. But still. Yeah. Like when Kanye did it, so it was wild. so on his thing just turned your stomach a little bit. You're like, oh, that's a gross look. And, yeah. And then and even Beyonce, I think, and Jay-Z were kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, and then I don't I don't I can't see how that's a positive in a positive world. Yeah. And I like I hate to th- I don't know. Just so much is going through my head. Like why? Why wasn't he kicked out? Why? Like, why did the producers of the, like, I understand why the producers wouldn't have done that mm-hmm. because it's great content. Um, like we're all now talking about the Oscars. We've talked um, about Will Smith and him for 10 minutes. What, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, and I understand we're all just grossos and we love seeing <laughs> drama, drama and, people and it's, break. But this isn't reality TV. This is real. Yeah. So that's how it makes it even better. Um, but also, he there has to be consequences. Maybe you aren't allowed to take your acceptance speech because you're outside with the cops after hitting someone in the face. Right. You know, something something like that. Will Smith wins. He's not able to take accept his his award, and that mm-hmm. would be punishment for <laughs> for what you just did. The only time it it would be justified is if something truly like bad was about to happen, and you're stopping like some violent act of some sure. kind. Then you're like, this person's a hero. Yeah. You know, someone's getting out a pencil to sign something like they've got a, yeah. you know, but again, I still come back to like Chris Rock's a comedian. It wasn't that big of a, it wasn't that big a slam. It, yeah. So it was low Will, hanging fruit. Yeah. Will Smith definitely overreacted to the, uh, the joke. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I feel like there's, there's more all, behind it. Than there's that. more behind it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, that's the thing that pissed him off after all the other things that had mm-hmm. happened in his life probably more recently. Yeah. Maybe Jada is now dating a couple different people and he's now feeling like the, the fourth wheel, not the third wheel. And then someone says that and she's like, the one thing I have is you protect me and the others don't. And he's like, I have to do this. Wow. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm just, I'm making a, a scenario this together. Is, yeah. This is like my Your teleplay, my teleplay of what it is. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. So, yeah, so that was that's the crazy element. What were some of the other things about the Oscars that you were like, this is amazing? Oh, did you hear about this? Rachel Ziegler, the girl who played Maria in West Side Story. Oh, yeah. Originally wasn't invited to the Oscars. Because? Who knows? Okay. Um, But the the way she got to the Oscars was because someone she made an Instagram post of like just a normal Instagram post, whatever. Right. Like, here's my dog. Yeah, sure. Someone in the comments said, I can't wait to see you at the Oscars. What, what will you be wearing or something? And then she responded, I'm actually not, not going to the Oscars. I wasn't invited. And that's just insane to me. You're the main actress. I mean, obviously the other, she didn't get nominated like the movie did. Yeah. But wouldn't, if you were in the movie, would you not get, is it the only people that are there are ones that are nominated? Cause there's a lot of actors that aren't nominated that year that are there and invited. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. But she's new too. Yeah. Um, so then someone gets wind of that post and is like... Yeah, it kind of just like snowballed to hmm, where... Like, from, I can't believe it. From the time... It was something like six days from the time she said that mm-hmm. to the Oscars. Um, and then she ended up... She ended up presenting with... She's a tiny, tiny girl. Yeah. She's like five, 
three mm-hmm. and she presented with the tallest human like a basketball in player. the planet um, I mean, he's not, he's really not the tallest person, but not compared shocked. to her, mm-hmm. it's the kid from Euphoria. Um, oh, I haven't seen Euphoria, but uh, I mean, I've seen now. some, I've seen uh, bits and pieces of it, like yeah. moments, um, but he's like six, five, he's like easily a foot and a half taller than her. So she's like looking at his like mid waist. Like she comes up to his chest. Oh yeah. So he's like, Hey, looking yeah. up really high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Yeah, funny. So they, so she wasn't even going to be there. And then they're like, hold on, we'll give you a, a part. Mm-hmm. Cause she could have just sat in the audience and been fine too. Sure. Yeah. But the fact that your movie you were in and you're supposed to be like one of the stars is getting not, people are getting nominated from that movie. It would make sense to be there. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Cause like, uh, Steven Spielberg was there because he got nominated for best director. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I feel like they're he's there every year anyway. They would not invite Steven Spielberg to the Oscars. He's they always have these famous faces you see that are never getting never getting on the stage. Mm-hmm. The other thing too is if the movie wins Best Picture, and then the whole cast doesn't get up, or isn't was it not nominated for Best Picture? I think it was. Because if it is, then the cast would get up, and then she's not there, and she's one of the main stars. Like, what's that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that. Um, Liza Minnelli. I heard something about Liza Minnelli coming out. Yeah. So yeah. I, I love Liza Minnelli. I love Cabaret. Mm-hmm. She's all shoulders and cocaine in that movie. It's fantastic. Yeah. And um, so it was the anniversary of... I don't hear shoulders and cocaine put together too often. I know. I, yeah. I like it though. Okay. It's, I really like that. I think it's... It's a cool if name. I could ever have a... Yeah, dude. A cool slogan. Shoulders and co- She was all shoulders, shoulders and, and cocaine. <laughs> What? She's like moving, just can't stop moving, jumping yeah. up and down. Yeah. Yeah, you heard it here. That's my catchphrase. Shoulders and cocaine. Yeah, and, uh, what's it called? Where you put a epitaph on a gravestone. Shoulders and cocaine. <laughs> epitaph. <laughs> I've never heard of epitaph. I think I think well, there's epitaph records, but I feel like oh. maybe epitaph is wrong. What's the thing on a of... gravestone that people put their like like in uh, monoc- oh, monogram? Not monogram. No, it's um, it's a style. It's a of, life quote. I went to art art school oh oh i was thinking of the actual like um what they do what that's called i'm talking about like the thing like the idea of putting a little slogan on a gravestone is what i was gonna say shoulders and cocaine (laughs) would be so funny yeah here lies dolly pena shoulders she was all shoulders and cocaine a loving (laughs) a loving daughter Uh uh-huh all shoulders and cocaine (laughs) um oh man so lady gaga comes out Mm-hmm. Um, and along with her is Liza Minnelli, who's in a wh- wheelchair. Um, Why is he in a wheelchair? I I don't know. So she's oh she's she's, she's, she's older, older now. Okay, yeah, who knows? Okay. Um, and uh, she I don't know how best to describe this. Like uh, like Lady Gaga needed to assist her in how to um, like read the teleprompter yeah like what to say how old um, is liza Minnelli looking because i remember from arrested development and she was well, older then but yeah she's older old, that's that's a lot older though now. yeah yeah um and uh she's like pointing she's like right there no she had she had cards in front of her and oh then the nice. teleprompter was there um uh and like she knew 
she knew that they were presenting something but like didn't know the order in which what to do so like she, she was like oh we're gonna show you something and then tell you the nomination and then do the thing and lady gaga was like no we're gonna we're going to the nominations now like it, it wasn't something it um, didn't it didn't work out yeah just not as scripted mm-hmm. um but super cute but i it's what broke my heart about it was like i don't like seeing like life is so fleeting mm-hmm. you know and like seeing someone who is a legend like yeah n- not be at their like best or normal um, something nor- you'd normally see them like walking in somewhere being like it's the same with Brian Wilson when he was like let out on stage and shuffling his feet. And then eventually now when we saw him, he, they just lift the curtain and he's there and they don't let him walk out. Cause it kind of was sad to see him take two minutes to get over the yeah. piano. Like it's, it's just life. We're yeah. all going to get there. Um, didn't you tell me about, um, the boxer Muhammad Mah- Ali? Yeah. Well, I didn't tell you about it. I posted about it. I thought we talked about it too. Oh, maybe we, we talked about it a little bit too, just based on that being sad. Cause we talked about Brian Wilson. Then we're like, and you told me that oh, Muhammad, yeah. that happened to Muhammad Ali. Yeah. There was an event where, uh, one of the items of that night or not items like segments mm-hmm. was they were gonna, or Muhammad Ali was going to be there. Right. And this yeah. is him in his later years of life. Um, and he was in a, they like wheeled him out too. And like physically wheeled, it wasn't like, mm-hmm. um, he it's not like he's he rolling himself. himself out and putting his arms up being like yeah i'm here or yeah. something yeah um right and it was like hard to understand what he was saying um it was mm-hmm. more of like they just presented something to him like he didn't have like an active yeah. role in that segment yeah um and i don't know maybe maybe if he was sitting in the front front row and they walked down to him and the cameras followed and he's sitting and they hand it to him that would have been yeah. cooler yeah. i think i think what it is for me is like I can't help but feel like they're my grandparents mm-hmm. and being like, oh, don't like they're so don't, precious. Don't, like, yeah. Don't, don't make them don't look leave. stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be like this. It's a sign, a sign that they're like exiting too. You're like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, it's so close, but I don't want yeah. you to leave. Yeah. Ozzy, you know? Ozzy presented two years ago, a year ago, maybe. Yeah. And he was coming out with a cane mm-hmm. next to Sharon. Sharon seems like she's like 20 years younger with than Ozzy yeah. with it. But he, he came Fighting out. Fighting weight. Yeah. And he, yeah, she could totally take on <laughs> Muhammad Ali now. Sure. <laughs> Anyone could now, but RIP. He's a great, he was a great yeah, guy. Let's cut um, that. Let's cut that. No, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Fine. No disrespect. Yeah. No disrespect. Um, so Sharon Stone standing there talking normally. Yeah. Um, and Ozzy's always had trouble talking in mm-hmm. front of people, but he sings like amazing, but he has the cane and he's kind of leaning on it and a little wobbly and mm-hmm. just looks like a shell of like the previous time you saw him. Like he two years before that he was still running around on stage, but he has Parkinson's now. Yeah. So he's announced that and he's not tour. He canceled his last tour, but he's still recording. So I'm like, that's the way to do it. Keep making music. But I'm like, to have him come out, at least he wasn't in a chair or something, but seeing Mm -hmm. someone who wasn't normally, I would, if I ever had to be in a wheelchair, like my dad has to use one now, Mm -hmm. I would, I want to, hopefully I was at the spot where I could embrace it, roll up and throw my hands up in the air and try to get people excited that you're there and not make it like a sad wheelchair experience. Yeah. And it's, it's not that wheelchairs are sad because they're not, because it's a necessary thing when people get to a certain spot or have something. Um, the word you're searching for is ableist. Hmm. Ableist. Ableist. Where you, um, uh, you have a prejudice against people with disabilities. That's what you're an ableist s- is? 
I think so. Saying like we're not making fun of pe- people with That's disabilities. What I, was I don't know. If, I don't know the word, but yeah, there's no, there's no making fun. Like my dad has to use one. I think seeing a, a change of state when you saw remember someone differently is something that you're like, oh wow, they need that now, and you're, and, it, and it's a reminder of mortality and some of the yeah. things, and so that that's what makes it kind of like sad in those times, because um, I've seen a lot of people rock a wheelchair with style. So, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, so Eliza Minnelli did her thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, because it was a cabaret uh, anniversary, and she's so cute. And there's this moment where like. Um, they so at the end of that of like um, Lady Gaga being like now we're going to the nominees mm-hmm. um, she like Lady Gaga thinks they're clear to like like they're on the video already mm-hmm. but she like bends down to Liza and goes don't worry I got you and then like you can hear Liza whisper um, I know thank you and then they cut to the video and my my heart like broke yeah actually I can play it Oh, you can play the clip. Yeah. So and so she wasn't saying like I know like you don't have to tell me. She's just like, Oh, I know you do. Thank you for Yeah, doing like that. I know yeah. you have my back. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I need to watch that clip because Liza Millie's great. Yeah, she's so and great. she played oh, the Lucy the other Lucille. Yeah. On, uh, Lucille too. Yeah. It's <laughs> so great. Tell you something else. Hold on. And here. All right, here start, we go. Start it. Here we go. Now we're gonna show you something else. And then we're going to tell you who it is. Are right now. Oh, good. <laughs> I got you. I know. Oh, Sammy loved it too. Oh, Sammy. Let's do it one more no, time. No, no, that was good. Was it good? Yeah. Sammy, no one's here. Yeah, no one's here. There's a crystal geyser truck outside backing yeah. up, and so she was freaking out. She hates a man. You yeah, know? she hates him. Uh, she's not barking at me right now. <laughs> Yes, I, I qualify as yeah. not 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 being a tr- obtrusive. Um, so the yeah, I the we heard of the I got you, then Sammy just lost it. So yeah. she she was really in favor of that too. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you can hear her voice, and it's just like probably a little harder to speak, or just the way she's saying the words. But yeah, because like Liza's thing, this is what I've always felt is like Liza Minnelli is such a big personality. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's been her thing. Like she's big. Yeah. I like, maybe she's slowing down now. Um, like health wise. She sounds, she sounded good, but you can, you can just tell when it's just like you hearing people's voices at a certain age. Sometimes you hear like, they're not saying words the same way as maybe mm-hmm. they did 10 years before. There's like a physical change sometimes when people yeah. are getting older. Yeah. Yeah, like losing track of what you're trying to say. Well, it's more like the way the words are formed. Like it's oh. kind of like the way the mouth is forming. And, like looser. Yeah, and also with um, with dentures. Um, sure. If people have dentures in, like when my dad had his, it was like you got to get used to the way that these fake teeth are so your tongue's not hitting the teeth the same way. Oh. So the words are sounding a little different or a little clicky or different things. Okay. So that's what I was hearing with her just from – I haven't even seen it, but hearing that I'm like – I'm sure a lot of people have dentures in their 60s even. But yeah. but she just it sounded like someone's just like the, forming the words was a little little slower, a little different. Yeah. yeah. And Lady Gaga Lady she was Gaga. Lady Gaga. Um It's I love what she's doing with um Tony Bennett. These older, yeah, older musicians and entertainers. Like mm-hmm. she did a, was it a tour or a show with Tony Bennett? She did a, uh, two albums now. Or oh, wow. she's done a ton of shows, but um, 
at award stuff, not like a tour, but they sure. did the first album and I feel like they were doing a second because he had announced he had, um, he might have had Parkinson's or something too, or Alzheimer's mm. or he had announced it in the last year. He's 94 or yeah. something now. But when he was like 89 or 90, they did the first album together, which is so good. Okay. And, um, uh, don't mean if a thing, if it ain't got that swing and all, sure. or maybe not that it had a bunch of songs, like a cheek, dancing, cheek, cheek to cheek, all those songs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like honoring the past legends and there's a amazing video clip at an award show where she comes up and he's talking to the cameras mm -hmm. interviewing and they're like, oh, I think you have a, I think you have like a vice or a fan, a, or, yeah, a yeah. fan. And then she's like, I just had to come and say hi. You look so cute and hugged him and stuff. And it was just, and he's like, Oh, I love you so much. And it was such a cool little yeah. like moment. Aww. So it's, it's awesome. And, and she's like, it's uh, unlike, and not when she first started, I was like, oh, well, here's an, a pop artist who's mm -hmm. just going with these crazy looks and stuff. And she's got so much more depth yeah. when you like she get to know anywhere. her. Yeah. And like the, when she's saying that stuff, I'm like, people that weren't a fan of her music maybe before, which a lot of people were, most were, yeah. were like now a fan of her because of the classics. She, yeah, crosses and it wasn't, genres. Yeah. And it wasn't like a publicity stunt. It was just like doing something with someone who's been singing yeah. for six 70 years or something like that yeah yeah she's got a sweetheart for mm -hmm. just people yeah you know? yeah so and she really her nice. documentary which was like five foot three five three like, i think yeah five uh, 62 inches and five 50. foot three or <laughs> yeah something. yeah five three it wasn't in the inches rating it was actually the feet yeah. um but she uh it just shows her struggles with like her back issues and like yeah. being like dilapid, uh, dilapidated <laughs> sounds bad. Uh, Oh, you know, from migraines, like being completely, oh, um, um, I can't say the word, but you know, it's not dilapidated, but not being able to move from the pain in the back yeah. and the migraines and stuff. And then some people will be like, Oh, she's faking. I'm like the, the amount she moves has to move on stage, do all those dancing things and having like some back issues and stuff. Incapacitated. Incapacitated. Thank you. Not dilapidated. Yeah. Cause that sounds like someone just lost every, every <laughs> control that every organ in their body. And they're like, just falling apart on their chair. So incapacitated, <laughs> but it just seeing that struggle through that makes it kind of like, Oh, you know, like, she's walking out of her apartment and there's like hundreds of people around yeah. and she can't go anywhere. And like, that's not a fun thing. Yeah. Like not knowing what people deal with. Yeah. And you're not, and she's not paid for that stuff. Right. That's just extra stuff she has to deal with. And same with, um, Oh, who was it going to their, um, like I wanted to say it was like the Harry Potter guy, Daniel Radcliffe, but it was someone else. Oh, Justin Bieber going to his apartment and people like, could you sign this? He's like, I cannot. This is my, this is where I live. I'd ask that you guys please respect that and this and that. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then they're like, oh, we're so sorry, this and that. And then they kind of backed off and then he went into his place, but he was like very firm. He's like, no, I won't do this. Yeah. Um, and then I was listening. Yeah. I was listening to armchair expert yesterday. Like every, everybody thinks they know you. You know, well, because like they know from a from a show or something. Yeah. And then I think on uh, Parenthood, Dak Shepard's character was called Crosby or something. Or he has yeah, a that's a good show. It was a good show. Yeah. And he was. And so his uh, I think that was his name on there. But on one of the shows he was on. So he he was just making a comment on there and, and saying how he had overreacted to Once. like yeah yeah to th this lady at the airport so he turns around there's a camera a phone right in his face like crosby where are you going on vacation and he was like effing i'm not we're not the effing zoo get that camera out of my face and this and that and he like yelled at her and so then he was just waiting for the flight and his wife was like 
Kristen's like you you could have been kinder this person yeah. just has this likes you as a person and this and that and he was just like he saw this turns around just sees this phone in his face and this lady's like in his face like he's at the zoo yeah. so he was like he was sitting in his seat and he said that she walked by because mm-hmm. she was sitting further back in the plane and dropped a note on his lap she said I'm so embarrassed I'm so sorry I, I treated you wrong I shouldn't have done that and then he like he's he's like no now I feel <laughs> terrible yeah. so he went back talked to her they hugged it out and did all this and it was like a really cool like moment to hear about sure. and then but he was just like he's like yep yeah. and I he's like I shouldn't have acted that way I overreacted so you hear about Russell Crowe like punching people out and you're like <sighs> it's because he probably had too many paparazzi as I call them mm. <laughs> paparazzi coming up and then some some one person says something and he's like you know what this is I've had ten cameras in my face and my eyes are hurting <clears throat> and he's like Psh. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people have done that. So it's easy for people to snap, being the point. Yeah. Not to give any credit to Will Smith today. Yeah. But because uh, physical violence is never the answer. But but like you get your personal space gets invaded, and as that kind of individual, you never get the freedom to just go out and be a normal person. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone tries to take a piece of you. Yeah. They're like, and oh, that was the other. Well, my my friend. Uh, met jerry cantrell this last sounds familiar from allison chains oh the guitarist yeah so not jerry mcguire that's that's it that's what <laughs> yeah I was yeah jerry cantrell and i saw jerry oh, cantrell yeah. at burger master yeah that's why that's I why know i sound it. familiar yeah, yeah but he he met him a week later in la at a <laughs> show of one of their friends i know him because of your burger master story not because he's a world-renowned musician Dude, he's he's <laughs> one of the world's in my opinion one of the world's best guitarists he's so good um and allison chains is one of my favorite bands from the 90s and Love still alice. yeah alice and i used to think it was alice like the name alice no, no, sorry, Allison. Allison. <laughs> Allison Chains. Chains. I was like, this is there's no girl in this band, Allison Chains. And yeah. then I had to see the Alice in Chains. Yeah. Um so is my he... my experience was not see, meeting him in person, just seeing him from a distance. Yeah. But is he related to Kim Cattrell? No. Oh, it's Cantrell. Cantrell. Got it. Yeah. Although um Peter Klett from Candlebox, the original guitarist, there's a where we work, there's someone that goes there that's like or who's there who's like their last name is Klett as well, K L E T T, and I'm like, oh. he's from this area. I was like, they gotta be related. Oh, Probably not, but I'm like, I'd like to think it's his sister or something. Okay. Um, Sorry, so, I'll stop interrupting you. No, no, there's no, there's no interrupting in a podcast. It's called dialogue. Um, so, so my a week after I saw him, Burger Master. <laughs> Or so he's down in LA for a show, and he was watching uh, my friends that live there. Uh, they just moved, but they were living there. Um, that doesn't matter. But who cares? Now you know. My friends used to live in L.A. Now they don't. Um, but they were at this show and seeing this <laughs> piano player. And he was there at a table. And so okay. they start talking to him. Um, and um, my, it's my friend's, like, number one band of all time, number one guitarist. So sure. he's, like, really nice. They talk for 10, 15 minutes. Wow. And then my friend asked for a selfie um, with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And, and, um, and, and Jerry was like, how about a handshake? And so they shook hands and, and my friend was really let down because he's like, Oh man, I really wanted to get that picture. Sure. Um, and I'm, I'm the same. Sometimes I'm like, man, it's cool to have, I'm, I like the picture on my, <laughs> one of my early pictures on Instagram is with Bon Jovi at our key arena show. Sure. And so there's, I put that on there and like, uh, meeting jet in Atlanta. And then I was, we were in a room next to them at the, 
green rooms or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, and then we had to throw out camera. And so I took a picture with them after their show and they're all like dripping in sweat. And I'm standing here with Jet, <laughs> which was cool. So just having those is like a cool moment for me as an individual it's not for for them but some people are just like done with it they've done so many they don't want to do it anymore and that's it'd be nice if they were just like keanu reeves or someone they're like sure or someone else who they're like i'll do it but not everyone is like that that friendly about it we can't all be keanu and he's my biggest hero these days based on all the interviews i've heard from him and the things he says he's so smart and like well thought out and like cares for people i like he's Mm -hmm. cool um, but the one, yeah, the one thing about the, the signing autographs or selfies and stuff is there was a Jim Carrey thing I posted on Instagram, but he, the whole thing, he's just saying like, he's like, you know what? I'd like to, if I meet someone, I want to, he's like, I'm, I want to be real. I'm trying to be real now. I'm not trying to be fake stuff. He's like the selfie, the, Hey, let's take a picture and be like, and yeah, make a yeah. face. And, and he's like, this isn't real. He's like, I want to ask who you are. How are you, how are you doing? You know, things that are mm-hmm. important about you. And he's actually being sincere. Like if someone comes up to me and wants my autograph. He's like, how about a hand? He actually said like, I'd rather shake your hand and say hi and talk to you as a person instead yeah. of be treated like I'm like, it's kind of like a piece of meat or like something that yeah. someone's like, oh, I, I got like creating these fake moments of relevance is what he called it. Oh, wow. Not that a selfie is all like that, but I'm like, it's cool. Like NAF got one with Chris Lord Algae, the guy, major guy in the industry mixer. He's mixed everyone's albums at like, um, what's the, what's that thing called? Studio. Nam. Oh, Nam, <laughs> no, at the studio. At the studio at at Nam, and okay. but I mean, like, and and Naf was uh, he's similar to me, where neither of us like seek out selfies with people necessarily. Sure. But it's cool if you can get the opportunity to take a picture with someone, especially if you're spending the day or hanging out with people. Like we when we recorded at Blind Melon Studio, Brad from Blind Melon was there, and he was hanging out and took a group picture with us. And we weren't like, hey, let's get a selfie. Pre phones being decent days, yeah. <laughs> and so, but it's those pictures. It's cool to look back on and see these things. But I, but then I can see how people would be like, "Oh, that's part of me." Like the old adage of like people's souls being stolen through <laughs> through mm. photography, where people in different countries were against photos of themselves. Yeah. And now you're like a piece of you is disappearing every time you turn your head, and you might. And I know my face, <laughs> and I have a lot of bad angles. And so if I turn the wrong way and someone snaps a side shot of me, <laughs> I'm going to feel really bad about that showing up on someone's feed and tagging me in it or something like that. I'm like, please don't do that. Dude, my favorite photo of yours. <laughs> That's exact, it's that exact moment. I like, I like called you. I like snuck up on you or something. And then I took a photo right as I called you. And when you turned your eyes. <laughs> were like half closed. And... <laughs> yeah. Your eyes are half closed. But do you remember the book series Little Critters? <laughs> Little Critters? <laughs> yeah. It's like this family of like hedgehogs or something. Mm-hmm. And one of the books, it's the kid's profile going up the stairs with him like in a onesie PJ. Mm-hmm. But like his eyes are, he's like giving heavy side eye. And it looked exactly like the photo you took, like I like took the, of you. Like just because you're like, what's going on? Like, yeah. oh. And I spliced them together and it was great. It made did, me laugh. Where did it end up? I tagged you in it and then I think it disappeared. Oh, because it was a story. I think so. Yeah. It was a long time ago. Talk about famous people in public places for a minute longer. It's not my story. It's um, one of Naf's stories too. But um, at LAX once he saw Shaq sitting there like oh. waiting for a plane. And he just, he was like 
forget it. I'm going to run over. Who, who cares? I'm going to run over there real quick. And he ran up and just took a picture of Shaq. <laughs> no. And Shaq didn't even look over. He just kind of, his eyes moved over and then went back to what he was doing on his headphones. Yeah. And he was like, not going to be bothered. Yeah. Because like in England, they have a term, I can't be asked. He's like, I can't be asked. And that means like, I don't want to be bothered. So that was the the moment. But it's just like, he went over, he's like. That's funny. And you're like, you just feel like you're getting like, taken pictures taken and uh, my friend's wife has a picture of uh, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin at an airport in somewhere where they were at and she I mean it's so obvious he's Mm -hmm. sitting at a little table with his girlfriend or whatever and he's going to take a a picture and then she pulls up her phone and you can see him look over and it's a blurry photo of Robert Plant from like here to like the cars outside or something and it's zoomed in a little probably (laughs) and it doesn't look good and you're just like what was the point? Yeah. Like if you just saw the person, not that not, it's not slamming people that want to take photos. It's just like get a, to get a real good photo versus like, or just have a visual. So I'm doing the visual captures when I saw Pete Carroll walking into Pagliacci's pizza or Pagliacci, yeah. Pagliacci's Pagliacci's pizza. <laughs> uh, and I, and he walked by him and his wife. I'm like, I just walked by Pete Carroll. Did I get a photo? Did I say hi? No. Yeah. Or people. And it's kind of, it's just cool to like have those, mental pictures sometimes yeah it's like because i do this too it's like when we go to a concert and we film Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. i hate it you hate filming anything of a show like brian wilson or whatever like going to that one or you're talking about like a small show because as often whenever i think of the show itself it's always my memories it's not like i go back to the footage so why am I doing the footage? It's to well, like be chauvinistic for me. Yeah. It's to yeah. be like, um, look what I got. Look, look where what I I'm was. Doing. Look where I was. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. Cause then you're not living in the moment. The mm-hmm. moment I'm really glad and sad about capturing from the one Brian Wilson show. <laughs> the cough. Yeah. The cough. <laughs> when he's like, he's doing love and mercy. And I was like, I've always wanted to have a recording of this song. Cause it's so peaceful and nice. And so his, this all the whole band is gathered around him. There's ten people, and they're all singing ooh and all the yeah. ahs. And then he's like, "Love and mercy, that's you need tonight." And I was I was sitting there filming, and I just started laughing because I was like, and, and my camera shaking a little, and I'm like, because I'm like, this is we all died. This is the last moment in this show, my last clip, and I have never captured captured this in any of the five times I saw him. Yeah, like properly and it was such such a good such a good thing back like it sounded so good in 2005 he was singing it perfectly i didn't film it my phone wasn't good enough yeah um or whatever it was at the time it was a flip phone probably and so it was just it was just crazy so so then getting that i was glad to have it because i showed it to a bunch of people but i also feel feel bad for brian in Mm -hmm. that case so but there's moments i don't know it's a there's times when I posted clips from a concert. I like not doing it the whole time, but getting a little bits of songs Yeah. because um, I posted one and my friend was like, oh, thanks for showing me this band. I'm going to check this song out because I posted the name of the song. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's just cool promotion if there's something I really like and sure. I've like want, listen, been listening to the music and wanted to see them. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I sometimes I'm like, how much self-edification do I need to show people where I'm at or what I'm doing? Being like, yeah. hanging out with these VIPs, <laughs> VIPs. <laughs> Um, so that, that's the kind of thing. Yeah. So there's, that's, I think that's the world of social media. Everyone wants, everyone needs to know what they're doing. And I'm like, I'm okay. Maybe not, not having everything publicized, but it's fun to post once in a while. Yeah. What I'm hearing is you want to gatekeep. You're telling me to gatekeep my good taste in bands, restaurants, 
um, things I have interest in to keep all that information to myself. So no, nope. I nope. I can avoid it, all of this. I, the thing is, I would say it's it's helpful for the businesses if you're sharing yeah. their stuff sometimes yeah. and things like that. But I don't know if it's helpful to the band all the time it just seems like it's something i want to do sometimes because i really appreciate what they're doing in that moment so yeah. sometimes it's like i want this for me like okay I, this is actually a recent thing that's been happening is for i'll meat. post i'll post a family picture with my dad or something sure you know those stupid bots or people that are just like send the photo to here yeah. i'm getting that on like personal photos and mm -hmm. it's been happening and then my friend <laughs> once just like put like 10 laughing faces at that name and he was like you're kidding it was like a picture of my dad like in a in a wheelchair or something They're like send to here you're like why am i sending you my photo yeah. so i just responded to the last one i was like you guys crack me up when you want me to promote my own photos this is for me and my friends and family and really for myself to look yeah. back on and have these photos and see this stuff mm -hmm. and i'm like it's not for me to get popular online <laughs> so yeah so i'm posting it for friends and family to see and myself so really it's self-edification because i want to look back and see the what happened throughout this time yeah in a way but it's so funny just to get those because i'm getting like four or five like send here the great photo and i'm like picture my friend neighbor's dog and i'm like no this is i'm just posting this cute picture of this dog i um, i don't want to play the game i tend to um what's it called i self-sabotage Mm -hmm. Like I get so inside my head of like, I need to have a plan for everything. So like I haven't posted on my Instagram grid and easily, uh, actually, Months. yeah, I did it. I've only done it once this year. Last year I did it once. Mm -hmm. And then before that it was maybe like two years before that. Um, and I think because I'm like, I need to have a structure to all of it for it to make sense yeah but so, so you you psych yourself out of actually posting yeah we're like i really none of this matters like i shouldn't mm -hmm. care it shouldn't matter yeah but like i put you, pressure on myself to have everything so curated curated was the word i was, like, was gonna say yeah. too yeah um well and i used to looking back on my old my old posts yeah i will say like i definitely didn't do any of that and i was looking back i'm like this was a really some of these were worthless posts, like Facebook, especially I was like, yeah. what was I even doing? <laughs> I didn't care at all, but I also don't care. I think you have to care about social media to care about that. Yeah. So you, you want to know like a, a real thought mm -hmm. that I just had. Yeah. Real is I want real all the time. Real sure. Too. But it might be, it's an, over, it's certainly an overshare. Mm -hmm. Um, most of the people that are on my Instagram page, I like mm -hmm. don't even, uh, interact with anymore that you that you used to know or that you just had as friends on there that have added you no so not like who i'm following or who's following me like on my actual instagram grid i think i'm just gonna wipe everything what do you mean wipe everything like delete all of my photos um and just start new like have no posts mm -hmm. oh well i mean you miss out on like it's like a timestamp in time right but it doesn't matter it doesn't. You're right. It doesn't matter. It's your call. You got to do what's right for you. Yeah. Yeah. Like the thing for me is I, I think I'm at the spot where I've gotten captured a lot of moments that I don't have on Facebook. So I bet you've been using Facebook a lot less. Mm -hmm. So I have family picture, my dad throughout the last year or two sure. and all these things. I'm not, I don't want to lose those because it's like a, a stamp of time and it's there kind mm -hmm. of thing. So, but it's never, I, I've been like rarely like once a week 
putting something on. I'd be like, it used to be like every day I'd post on Facebook. I could do one a day, and my friend was doing like thirty a day, yeah. and that's just and that's a lot insane. So it was like, so I was like, you posted four hours ago, three hours ago. What are you doing now? So I'm like, I think the real world has gotten my attention more than the online world these days, a little more. Yeah, but I like, I still like seeing what people are up to. So I feel like I would definitely miss it if the if basically I I went off the grid of social stuff because I would be like I literally don't know what's going on with anyone I have to call everyone and that's fine too that would be cool yeah I think I'm just in a weird place like or it's not weird but rather strange to mm-hmm. me um like I was <laughs> I was having a conversation with someone and they're like what um like what have you been doing with your time or whatever and I was like I was like, not a lot. I don't really care for too much of anything lately. And they're like, whoa. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah. And then they asked me if, um, like, if I was still playing music and stuff. And I was mm-hmm. like, no, not really. I don't. I've been thinking about like selling all my stuff. Like, why? Don't sell it. I know, but like nothing. Like, I, what I told them was like, I don't feel motivated to like play anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I understand that. There's times they feel that too. Yeah, but like I've felt um very uh what's the word I'm looking for? Indifferent to everything. Yeah. Like nothing really gets my attention or I find interesting mm-hmm. or It's a sign of burnout. Maybe. One one sign of burnout. And I felt the same way this last few few months. So like someone's yeah. like, Why don't you care about this? And I was like I don't know. I I, I don't know. Like I do, there are things that I enjoy still. Like I still play music with friends and Mm I want, and whenever I pick up a guitar, I like get into it and love it, but I wasn't always motivated to do it. I'd be like, uh, well I have everything here, but I have, I have two hours, three hours a night. What do I want to do? I guess I'll put a show on this and that. And then I just wouldn't. Yeah. Like I was going, the winter always gets me like that seasonal depression though. I ended up getting to the spot where I'm she fart again? I think. Sorry. I think Sammy ripped it. Wait. Yeah, there's a broccoli fart coming my way, <laughs> drifting over. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's something I'm just like, I'm like maybe it's it's a season of indifference, which is why you would probably regret selling your musical instruments later when you're feeling inspired, and you'd probably buy back things for more money than you spent on them originally to, sure. to have it. So that's the thing, or like downsizing or something. There's there's always things you can do. Rearranging a room. <laughs> can do a lot Mm -hmm. but i felt the same way where i'm the i'm just like i think i'm burnt out from work yeah in general and i can't get too excited about much be it's not it's not a negative though at the same time it's not a depressing thing it's just i'm like you guys you guys seem ultra excited about this i'm glad you guys are but i'm here to do this then i'm leaving yeah (laughs) and then and but um but i also like to be a lot more like up on life and positive and i think when i travel or i get to somewhere warm or i do these things it like reinvigorates so it's like finding the things to like reignite the the creative passions and stuff like that sometimes there's like ways that you kind of need to like unplug from everything to like reconnect yeah, shows used to do that to me. I remember I watched. Um, how are you on time? We have doesn't all the time matter. in the world. It doesn't matter. Hey, time's irrelevant. Time is irrelevant. <laughs> um, I saw Nora Jones in Canada at the Orpheum, mm-hmm. and I remember leaving that show and being like, 
while I can, like I had a new, I hate this word, like a refreshing, mm-hmm. like I, f- I felt like I could, like I, I felt motivated to like really hunker down and try to achieve my goals. Yeah. Um, well, you see someone else doing something like that's inspiring. Like, some, yeah, that's what it even is. Even if it's you're not trying to do a piano album, right. it's seeing someone really living into that that makes you be like, man, I got to refocus on what's important to me because this person's doing it and it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get that all the time, seeing that from other people. You get those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just interesting. But I'm just like, and uh, uh, the other thing that I heard recently, which was also on the Armchair Expert podcast, was like saying the only person you should really judge yourself on is your past self, not someone else. Because whenever someone compares themselves to someone else, it's like not a fair judgment. So like if there's things you were doing before that you enjoyed and you can and you're like, huh, I want to get back to that. What's stopping me? And you're like, I just have to choose or this is stopping me or I'm staying too busy to do these things then it's like figuring out how to get back to that or if you really wanted to. Yeah. Can I ask you something? It's going to be, well, it can be as personal as you want. Okay. I'm going to say very surface answer and then it's going to dive super deep. Great. Look forward to it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, what are you the, uh, what's your biggest insecurity? Biggest insecurity. Or like fear or insecurity. Hmm. Well, we were just talking about <laughs> on the break, just like, <laughs> like hair in general. But sure. I was like, I was like, this is my biggest insecurity, but I was like, I have all my hair would be so gray if I didn't color it. And mm-hmm. I'm like contemplating maybe just letting that happen and yeah. seeing how white it is and then looking like a mad freaking professor with long hair maybe. Yeah. But, um, that's one thing I've been like, the, uh, probably like, like I would go to the store and buy the, uh, we talked about this, buy hair dyes and then put them go through the self-checkout because I didn't want people to know that I was doing hair dye for some reason. So I think like that would probably be the biggest physical thing would be like the hair, the like, Oh, well I have so much gray hair and I'm only 40 and I, at 30 I had gray hair and 35 I was like, I look so old. I look like Steve Martin. Yeah. (laughs) That would have been cool, dude. I can. And then you would have been ageless. That's the thing I'm thinking now. I'm at 40. If I go all gray now. Yeah. But if I go all gray now, I would end up being like at 60. They're like, dude, you've been like 60 for 20 years. You're only 60, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So that's the other side of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone, I think we all have a lot of insecurities. So for yeah. me, I'm just like, my biggest one would be like, oh, I'm trying to like find, find eventually have a partner in life be connected yeah. and have like, oh yeah, we, we were on the same page. Like it was when I was married and mm-hmm. have like this, your favorite person. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to find that because so many things like I'm so particular. <laughs> so my biggest insecurity is like being not, not I'm not going to settle ever for mm-hmm. anything anymore. Like it's just I'm happy with my life. And a lot of people I that are that I've talked to recently are not are around my age and they're like unhappy about so many things in life or like and I'm like the opposite. Of that. I'm like, I'm happy with everything. So yeah. if it doesn't make life better, then I'm OK with where I'm at. But the insecurity would be like, oh, do I need to change something? Not knowing what I need to change in order to, to meet the right person. Yeah. And right now I have no clue. And I'm also not worried about it. So if I think about it too much, then I'll like try to be different than I am. And I'm like, I'm just going to be myself. Yeah. Yeah. Rick. So that was the surface was the hair. Mm-hmm. Then my personality and the fact that I'm a very loud and uh, talkative person. And I was yeah. like, I'm probably driving some people away. You're like a bull in a china shop. 
yeah. with personality <laughs> but but carefully setting them down before the china breaks yeah you're like oh the, these are nice and then you break them and i know i run around the aisles and everything's shaking and everyone's freaked out but nothing breaks because i'm being very cautious about it yeah and 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 i we've talked about this before so my friend that i shoot the, shot the music video with a while ago who's yeah. less talkative um oh, and, yeah. and less like <clears throat> Um, extrovert very introvert and needs time for his thoughts and stuff which mm -hmm. I totally respect but I'm so self-aware because we we shot this last Saturday finished the music video I'm so much more self-aware around him about uh, trying to stay calmer and talk quieter <laughs> and not and I'm really not being my true self yeah because I'm catering my my excitedness and to me I'm not jumping topics all across the universe in those moments like he'll say something we were talking about some topic and he was like, and he mentioned, and he's heard the podcast. So he might hear this too, but he was like, he was like, Oh, shooting debris. <laughs> Cause I was like, that's what the, the podcast is. We go to 40, 50 topics in an hour. And he's yeah. like, Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. But, but I, he, he had said something and then I said it, I was like, that's totally related mm -hmm. to what we were just talking about. Cause you said this about the burgers. And I said, my favorite burger place is this. <laughs> so it's just, it's so funny, but, but, yeah. but if someone doesn't like, isn't on, isn't on my level with it or where I'm at, which is most, most people, then it just seems so like they can't concentrate and their brains trying to wrap around each topic and they get just incensed. Yeah. Inc you, you throw me in a freeze sometimes. Like it happened the other day when we were driving. We, yeah. We picked up somewhere. food and then we were driving back to work and you were talking about work. You brought up work. And so I was indulging you in the topic. Yeah. And then you started talking about motorcycles because something... There was a scooter right there. And I was like, dude, I really want a scooter in Washington. And you're like, how do you just flip topics? I'm, no. like, I'm like spiraling out of control At, on this work topic. Because after the scooter thing, you mentioned some... You were like, oh, I can't wait till we, um, you know, next week when we whatever. And then yeah. I was just like, dude, how do you... I was like, how do you ping pong so fast between yeah, topics? Yeah, that's ping pong. I was like, I'm still thinking about that work thing. And like, I'm bummed out right now. <laughs> Yeah, and I was like, I, I don't linger on anything very long. It's like, and yeah. then, then I'll come back around to it in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's the I that's can. the thing. But uh, that's what I wonder, like, back in the day, I was like, oh, was I so, like, hard to live with that my wife was like, well, this is too much for me. I'm exhausted, mm -hmm. you know. But I, I didn't I didn't get that from her at all. But it's just I noticed, I noticing how, like, excited I am about everything all the time, like, that not all the time, but a lot of times could be like too much for some people. Yeah. Which is okay. Sure. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to keep, I, I, the thing is I don't, at this point I know, I know there's certain people in my life that enjoy talking a lot and ones that don't. So for the yeah. ones that don't, I cater slightly and yes. I, and I tailor it back and I don't talk as much. And I don't do all those things. And I just like, I'll be quieter around them and let them talk to me. And then I just have a calmer approach and it gives me those down times. I feel like that's normal. That's being an adult. It's like, I, mm -hmm. there's always a give and take with relationships, yeah. whether they're platonic or romantic or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, it, it's part of it. I just feel like I have to do more of that at thinking when I'm around the people that are hypersensitive to sure. like stimulus of any kind or mm -hmm. like the, the extreme introverts. I have a harder time being myself around. Yeah. And I think there's something too about like, um, if you already have a history with someone, it's easier to like, um, yeah. Uh, 
like pull back or give more. Yeah. And you know, the that's people yeah. that's, that's helpful. And we've, we've played in, so their band garage voice and our band Marguerite did a ton of shows together. We tracked their album at our house. Like we're all, we go way back and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I've always been like super enter, not always, but I think once I started drinking caffeine, just feeling like the world is like, uh, you can conquer anything, you can do anything. And at any moment, something cool could happen. So why am I going to treat the day? Like it's not super fun or yeah. exciting. <laughs> and Others are doing that. Others are doing that in their own way, not the way that I do it, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you the same question. Yeah. Biggest fear or insecurity. Biggest fear or insecurity. Yeah. Um. Give me the shallow answer first. Ooh, shallow. The surface answer, like looks, maybe whatever you want. Like my finger looks weird. My right finger is a little weird or something. But then, then you can dive deep if you want. Hmm. My skin's been really bad lately, and I don't know if it's... I think it's just my hormonal imbalance. Hmm. Well, you um, do all those, like, night and morning things to make your, your face... Supple. Uh, su- <laughs> I was going <laughs> to supple. I was going to say fresh or, young. like, young. Young. Supple sounds so gross to L- me. Like I don't know why f- supple sounds gross to me, but I... Yeah, either way, yeah. fresh, yeah, supple. Yeah, I'm trying to knock a couple years <laughs> off my face, you know? Yeah, yeah. Trying to look like a fetus. And you're only 29, yeah still forever Still forever um yeah that's probably my shallow insecurity right now mm-hmm. um my biggest fear is um being mediocre for the rest of my life mm-hmm. feeling like you want to you want to accomplish some things yeah yeah um and i think I don't know. Like I've always put, I've either put pressure on myself or I've felt the pressure to, um, uh, like be successful or not, um, mess up, like not show any like cracks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any, uh, well, weaknesses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so keeping like a guard up, you might say in some ways. Yeah. yeah. So like even so, so when I approach things like career wise or hobbies or interests, it's mm-hmm. always to like a standard that I've made up in my head. Yeah. You, no one else is judging on that, that harsh Maybe of a standard. Are, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. like even the instagram thing that i brought up earlier mm-hmm. of like why do i need a i've put pressure sorry i put pressure on myself to like have like a curated um look it's something you yeah. enjoy too i'm sure to a degree yeah. otherwise you wouldn't think it's important mm-hmm. but it's but just it, interesting you're wondering if the standards are too high or you're feeling like you're putting it too high yeah yeah, my biggest fear is not, like, at the end of my life, not surmounting to anything. Well, I think a lot of people feel that. They're like, oh, and and I, my friend who, uh, when we were in Hawaii uh, at the same time in the last year or two, and he's, like, done really well in the screen printing industry and stuff. But I was like, oh, I just feel like I haven't done it yet. He's like, dude, dude, you've done a lot of cool stuff. You've done a lot of cool things. And I was like, yeah, I guess I have. I just look at it like everyone's always wanting the next thing to ma- to fulfill them and make them 
make get them to the spot that they feel will feel complete yeah. i think the more videos i watch of like famous people that have done all these things they're like if you think success is gonna make you happy or money then um you got some learning <laughs> to do yeah. and so like you can accomplishments can be on all kinds so i was like oh it's for those of us that haven't done all these things that are accolades and things like that as much yeah. as we or the things that others might think accolades i don't I'm not thinking that I've done those because I'm more hard on myself than others. Yeah. So that can, that can be a thing too. Like I think you've already accomplished things. You can accomplish a lot more. So you're not, it's not like you haven't done anything for sure already. Sure. I just remember learning about Joan of Arc. Like this is how deep it runs. Like I remember Mm -hmm. learning about Joan of Arc when I was like 19 Mm -hmm. and then learn. And then when it got to the detail of her commanding an army at 17, (laughs) I spun out. Those standards are insane. If you look at what people did in their early 20s, even yeah. the 90s hip hop guys at 21, they already had like all the doing all these things or mm-hmm. people that led an army at 17. And you're just like, what did I do? Or a king who was yeah. 14 like, years I, old. My mom still books my doctor's appointments, you know, <laughs> yeah. at 19. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, and she was leading an army of people. Yeah. Yeah. Sammy, you don't like it either. I know. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess uh, cheers to being ourselves. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself because it's easy. Uh, no one would be as mean as we are to ourselves in our own heads. Yeah. We we say worse things to ourselves than anyone else would say. And I think mm-hmm. that was another quote. Someone. All these quotes are flying all around on Instagram now. All these positivity things. But it's very true, too. So be kind to yourself. This is episode 59. And thanks for joining us. And uh, real quick, what's a song in your head? Right now, uh, everybody wants to rule the world. Tears for fears. Yeah. Because everyone wants to, and they've already, maybe they're already ruling their own world. They don't even know it, and they're just thinking they got to get their other world. Everyone's looking, the grass is greener elsewhere. That slide in is just so perfect in that song. And I've heard people try to cover it, and I'm like, it's not the same. Same with Africa with Toto. They don't do it the same. Yeah. Weezer covering Toto. Uh uh. Don't do it. Yeah. Thanks okay. for joining us. But you didn't ask me, but okay, bye. What? What my song was. What What's the song in your head right now? Sunday at the Park with George. It's from George. Sunday in the Park. George? Yeah. Clinton? Yep. The The guy? The, the What's the musician? No, it's uh, it's from the Broadway musical, oh. Sunday in the Park. Okay, gotcha. Bernadette Peters sings it. Thank you. See, that's what we needed. Yeah. The people need to hear Bernadette. that. A Bernadette Peters. A Bernadette. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye.